Greetings. Uh, welcome to the second episode of From the South with Love. No doubt. Uh, just uh, two brothers uh, from the South talking about shit that we love. Sports, music, blacklist, art, all, all right. that shit. Um, this week, we got our first guest, uh, special guest, uh, artist, uh, author, <laughs> Former <right>. rapper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got uh you know you know uh Atlanta creative owned Sean Foyle. How you doing man? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Thanks for uh telling people I used to rap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and- so the first time I heard about you, uh, I was um I was on my Kindle and uh I had just finished a book, and then it was like, uh, "If you like this, then you will you will like this." And it was things about women. Oh shit! Yeah, and when I read that, I was like, "Wow, it was very relatable." <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I was like, "Oh, brothers in Atlanta too." So I had to, you know, I had to check you out, and um, you saw you did art, and you know. It, then I was I was a fan since then. Oh man, much appreciated, man. Uh, that's funny because I wrote that book ten years ago now, maybe. No, that's oh wow, wow. Maybe eight years ago. I want to say eight years ago. Shit, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that 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 one definitely came uh, after some heartbreak, and then me being new to Atlanta in a way. But I had a I was just meeting a lot of people, and you know, it was a good time back then. It was a lot more uh, being ignorant of things, or at least playing ignorant of things. <laughs> right. And that's one thing I like about all the, the books in your series. There's kind of, you see your growth throughout them, you know. Like with your latest one, Chocolate Honey Buns, that's like, that's like I'm a grown-ass man now. Yeah. <laughs> I got to make decisions. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I wanted to talk about. Yeah, the, ch- yeah. the chocolate covered honey but man. I just I, I came across that, uh, and I'm 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 curious, man. Like, what what was the inspiration behind that that title? Because that's 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 a meme. Uh, uh, no, okay, so yeah, it's a double entendre. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, I love black women. What are you gonna do? <laughs> but, right. Yeah. But the other the other meaning, I had a neighbor back when I. Uh, Back when I lived on Ty Street in Cabbage Town, and I was dumb broke back then, right? I think I was working on the first book or the second one, and I was eating honey buns, chocolate covered honey buns from the gas station. They were two for a dollar, and I would like, I would buy one, eat it early in the day. It's like six hundred calories, so I'd eat it and then take a nap, and like go about my day, try to conserve the calories, and then eat a second one. And my neighbor, she would always just be like, "You're always eating those things. You should name one of your books chocolate covered honey buns." I was like, "You know what? <laughs> you might have." You might have something there. Not thinking I was actually gonna even write a third book, you know what I mean? But it happened, and I was like, "That's the cover." <laughs> I mean, that's the title. <laughs> man, yeah, that's that, that's that's a smooth uh, smooth way to figure that out, man. She she asked for uh, like a percentage on that one. She she asked for the. Uh, I've been seeing I've been seeing her since. <laughs> uh, that's perfect, right there. You know, <laughs> she's gonna listen to this and be like, uh, "I'm gonna need ten percent." I'm be like. You know people don't read, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Shit. I know, I know. We out here reading. <laughs> right. Oh, really? oh man. Oh man. So uh yeah. 
Yeah, man. How are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Doing all right, man. Just trying to make it through this pandemic and uh, uh, silver unrest. <laughs> yeah, you a lot of that going on. Yeah, 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 man. There might be a thing going on outside. <laughs> Probably right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all, yeah. we all in that in the same Atlanta area, man. I, I it's it's uh you know that apparently they got these curfews going now. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't even know what's going on right now. But I'm imagining you know it might be a little bit different than it was last weekend. It it, it popped off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know what? Honestly, I, I can't even front. I, I'm enjoying how it's happening in every major city, actually across the world too, but specific to America. Every major city is popping off right now, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying watching. I'm what I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. You know, fuck everybody else that's like in there just for fucking being scammers and financial gain, whatever the case. But I'm really loving how everyone's coming together in that way. But yeah. Yeah, that you know, it really shows the unity of of everybody, and they tired of shit. Yeah, you know, if they are protesting in South Dakota where there's barely people there, <laughs> no, no shit is bad. Yeah, South Dakota, damn, I, I missed that one. Shit, I, I didn't even know they was out there with, with it. You know, what I'm saying, I, I got, I got to see the percentage too of black folks out in South Dakota because it's got to be small. So that, that's 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 something to see right there. Mm. The crazy thing is, is that it's like it's mostly white people that's doing these protests. That's true. You know, it's it's a higher number than we ever seen before because, of course, we had the the uh, protest for Trayvon Martin and uh, you know the Ferguson protests and right. It's it was just it's so many <laughs> to be honest that we we had in the last ten years uh, that I, I guess people are just tired really. Honestly, I was talking to a homie earlier, and it, to, to what you're saying, people are definitely tired, but I think it's even, we were in the house for, what, a month, two months? Right. Uh, people couldn't avoid having to see these videos. People were in the house with nothing to do. They're on their phone, and fortunately, you know, we all everybody got cameras on their phone, and now it's like, it's in your face, and you can't go anywhere without seeing it because you can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think yeah. that's helped spark that off in such a major way where it's just like, yo, it's, you cannot avoid it. You can't say, Oh, I, I didn't see it. You saw it. <laughs> like you definitely saw it. Yeah. A lot less distractions going on right now. So people, I mean, it, you're right. I mean, you, you can't avoid it. You can't run from it. And I mean, a lot of this thing, you know, and you were talking about the technology, man, it, it, that is really changing the game because it's not just, you know, us catching, you know, these motherfuckers, like catching them in the act, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But it's, it's also, you know, the, the point of even these protests, it was catching catching them in the act. Because, I mean, you know, being able to point pinpoint, like, okay, like, what are they doing over there? That that ain't that ain't us. Like, what, what, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, even being able to record that, I mean, it's, it's changing the game. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, you make a good point there, man. It, it really is a, 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 a big shift, you know, the, the way things used to be protest-wise and the way they are now. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. Yeah, cause the main I think the main thing with me was like, damn, they gotta kill a nigga while we in the house. I mean, really? I was like, yo, we can't, a pandemic can't even stop people from from us from getting killed. Yo. So, yo, it's like, weren't you supposed to be in the house to begin with? Like, really? <laughs> Come on, no. Ugh. it's just a mess, man. Oh, so, um, so we was talk. We were discussing uh, some of your uh, art pieces, mm. and of course, I, I just copped that um, 
that uh, uh, I oh, love the and world, and but uh, fucking too. Yeah, much and across, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant, dog. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Listen, that was anger, a little bit of whiskey, and a whole lot of thoughts and time. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a beautiful piece. I appreciate it. It, it really uh, speaks to, to how you know people are feeling. Mm. You know, we love the world, but the world doesn't love us sometimes. So fuck them. Yeah. Exactly. Hey. It's got to be like that, man. Every once in a while, that that's that part of the civil unrest where it's just like, how many more times we got to make movies, write songs, tell you? Like, right. <laughs> show you, yeah. like, fuck it. Fuck you, fuck this. I love you, but fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's all you can say, man. I mean, it's, it's at the end of the day. I mean, and you're seeing a little bit of this now where it's like, okay, you know they 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 they're, they're trying. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's like I'm I'm, I'm I'm having to come to grips with that too because it took me a second. I'm like, like okay, like I get it. You know what I mean? Like I get it. You're trying, but at the end of the day, it's like it's one of the things you can't really understand until you're in it. And I mean, I, I will say, man, you know, I'm, I've been watching you know a lot of this stuff happening, man. I'm, I'm seeing a few white folks get get touched by these police out here, you know, in in, in, yeah. in these protests, you know, and and I'm, I'm seeing the reaction from them, and and, and it's kind of like a wake up call for them a little bit, you know, what I'm saying like getting that one little taste of of, of what it's like, you know, what I'm saying to be an everyday how how it is to be us in America, you know, what I'm saying so it, it is interesting to see that you know that culture shock, you know, what I mean, like it's like okay now you know. It's, they didn't got some hands put on them, so you know they they they, they kind of seeing a little a little a little different. So it it, yeah. it is kind of interesting to check that out. Uh, I, I've been using I've been using this analogy where it's like for the longest uh, this is going to sound how it sounds for the longest white American history they've spilled the milk and always had somebody to clean it up for them, and now uh, <laughs> they got to clean it up for themselves. But yep. unfortunately, they don't know how to clean. So, right. so this is what we're looking at right now. We're watching them try to learn to clean and being like, yo, where's the maid at? Like, yo, everybody yeah. knows beauty. Because, <laughs> you know, you knew they knew it was real when there was a cameraman sitting on the side and he got duffed out by the cop mm. for no reason. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they're arrested CNN reporters. It's like these cops are just not giving a fuck. You saw them. What they, they pepper sprayed the, the, the senator, the, like the brother, the brother who was out there protesting. But I mean, I mean, he just out, out there just getting sprayed by his own, you know, basically people who work under him. Yeah, a senator got got uh, got pepper sprayed. <laughs> These fools don't know what to do right now. And he's out there with a t-shirt on. I guess he was just looking too black. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I oh my God. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a little different. Yeah, mm. from the rubber bullets to to everything, everybody getting got. Yep. Yeah. I think so, I yeah. was taken back by how big a rubber bullet was. I did not know a rubber bullet was as big as it fucking is. Like that, it it it, it took it took me off guard. Like that, like like have have you seen like have you seen those prior or or because this was a first for me. Like just seeing the size of them. Oh no, no, I've never seen uh, the size of a rubber bullet, man. I know you're not supposed to be getting hit in the face with one from a gun, but right, yeah. <laughs> they they definitely try to shoot the head with these rubber bullets. Yeah, so it's like ugh, it's, it's it's crazy. Uh, so um, of course it's been like a week of protests, mm-hmm. and then of course you know they got the scammers out there, the looters, the people that's uh, 
trying to be an opportunist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, a lot of what we've been saying, we kind of talked about it earlier, is like it's a lot of hijacking of these protests. Like they're trying to create a narrative through, um, you know, chaos in a sense. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's, it's just wild because, you know, they. They will say that it's Black Lives Matter. You see a lot of white people spray painting businesses yeah. uh, with like fuck pigs or you know BLM, like you I know see, the I've gang seen video, I've seen Videos of cops destroying their own cop cars and shit, busting right. windows. You know I mean? Yeah, I mean it, it makes you think, you know, because I mean, like, why? I mean, because even we were talking on last week's episode, uh, Sean, like we were talking about, uh, you know, John mentioned, you know, look. Minnesota, the, the police officers are popping this off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they're breaking shit. Like they're, they're they're getting this going. Like what is what is behind that? And you know the governor isn't trying to do nothing to stop it. It's almost you know looking like you know a, a little fishy as if you know you're you're trying to make this happen. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So hundred percent, man. I mean, some of these people are plant. It's all to debunk or or, or give less validity to what these protests are actually about and why we are out here. And so if you can give any reason, as the president said, to have the National Guard out there to really make it seem like, oh, if, if we can change the narrative, then we can make people feel easy, uh, feel at rest about what's happening. You know what I mean? Like, this is just a way for them to be like, no, 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 it's actually safe. Uh, elections are coming up. Uh, don't worry about that. Also, black people are dying. No, no, that's not happening. They're just mean and angry. and They're busting shit up. <laughs> right. When you know, and that's a blessing of technology. We we're able to see, you know, who it really is. So mm-hmm. that's 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 a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. So they charged uh, the the four officers now. Yep. Um, you know, the main one with the second degree, the other ones with aiding and abetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, that that will go through the process that that will go through. Uh, but there's you know one thing that it seems to be getting overshadowed is kind of, you know, the Breonna Taylor one, which is, like we was talking last week, mm. it's kind of more heinous than mm. uh, this this George Floyd because, you know, they was chilling in the bed at the house. And, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, and they haven't, you know, they haven't charged anybody yet. You know, I, I think the police chief just got fired today. I didn't but, see um, yeah. And that just brings up to the uh, the point that during these these tragedies, we do need to to be as vocal about you know oh. our black women dying as as we are as our black men. You know, a hundred percent. Listen, uh, to to what we said earlier, no, no one's death should be any more important. I just want to make sure you know right. that that's laid out in 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 that way. I, I only say this, and it's, I hopefully it doesn't come off weird. These deaths were probably a week and a half apart, two weeks apart. There wasn't even any t- like. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm, let me make sure I get my words right. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. I, I, I'll come back to this because <laughs> I get my words right. <laughs> right, yeah, I, and I, I think is is probably it's so much to this that it's like all right. We got somebody. It's like we just been getting barraged with 
with uh, Tragedy. First, we got the Ahmad Arbery. You know, it's like, damn, this, it's been two months. We haven't heard about any, you know, anything. And then we got the, uh, you know, I think it was Breonna Taylor first. I believe so. I believe yeah. that actually sparked everything off. Yeah, and then um, the and that's kind of the issue with not having uh, everything videotaped because mm-hmm. they that one wasn't videotaped, and you know, of course, you know, the cops are able to spin the story how they want to, even though we know uh, that it has to be someone somewhat different. So personally, I think that's why it was overshadowed, but it's been a lot of, you know, situations in which, you know, of course at this time, black women, you know, through, you know, through the murders, the sexual assault, a whole bunch of stuff that they need, you know, our voices to champion them. A hundred, a hundred percent. And I'll even add to that in any level of, movement black people have had black women were always at the forefront <laughs> or the backbone you know what I mean? right. so, yeah i completely agree with you like it's crazy that so many deaths have happened in in such a frequency that even a story like that god forbid it, it's not going to get forgotten about but that it's not even still at the foreground as it should be is it's a tragedy in itself you know yeah, and I think it, you know to back to you know your point. I mean, it, it really was. I think it, it is not being. It's not given the the amount of attention that it should be. And I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I mean, one. This is the one that is not on camera. But I mean, when you're talking about somebody literally being in their home, this is the wrong home. Like, I mean, it it, it literally you you cannot even you can't justify it at all. And I feel like it's being swept under the rug more so. Um, you know, when we're talking about these offices, it's so much attention being paid to Derek Chauvin and, you know, to Tao and, and all these people up in, in Minneapolis. We are not talking enough about <laughs> these people who, who ran up in Breonna Taylor's house. Like, we're not talking enough about them. Um, and, and they're kind of floating, you know what I mean? Like, they're kind of skating a little bit, in, in my opinion. I just feel like, you know, it's not a nearly enough pressure uh, being put on them uh, for this, you know, kind of bullshit story that they, that they cooked up there in, in that uh, in, in that police precinct, uh, saying that you know, like oh, <laughs> like 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 this is protocol, like it, it ain't. And then to try to charge that man, I mean, obviously they dropped the charges now because they yeah, got yeah. so much heat. But I mean, like I just you know, I I, I do agree with you. I mean, I just feel like you know, it, it, enough more pressure kind of needs to be applied. Uh, on them, we got we get, we see action happening in Minnesota. Allegedly, we ain't seeing these people walk into the precinct necessarily, but we we taking y'all word for it. Basically, that y'all uh, <laughs> that y'all that y'all arresting them because I'm telling you that that Derek Chauvin mugshot did that it looks it looks sketchy. I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna, gonna say that it, it didn't really look like him, but I mean I'm I'm gonna try to be optimistic on that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to show somebody walking into the precinct. There's enough coverage up there in Minneapolis. There's enough people to show me a camera of somebody walking into a precinct. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Yep. Um, but yeah, they got they got to apply more pressure, man. Especially on Brianna Taylor's behalf, man, and and her boyfriend, man. The man was sitting in the hospital because he got shot himself. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. We are living in yo. Wow. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy times right now. All right, so you know, this is a pretty heavy uh, start uh, to the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's a it's an appropriate conversation that that we needed to have. But uh, back to um, 
to you, Sean, like, how did you, you start, uh, start off with your, your art? Like, like what, what inspired you like to, to get into writing, into art and everything, you know, uh, was it a, just a means to end? Uh, uh, the quick abridged version. I, I mean, I've been drawing all my life. I went to school for it and all that. But when I moved to Atlanta, I um, honestly, my art career technically started because I had a, I, when I moved to Atlanta, I moved here with Next, and it was uh, uh, during the recession, got broken up with. And in my mind, just young and petty as fuck, I was like, you know what? As long as you live in this city, you don't have to know who the fuck I am. Hey. <laughs> and from there, it was just me the spark i was just like I'm, i've always wanted to have an art career and even the art career in my mind it was like some like 80s like rock star art shit where it's just like yeah that has since changed since i've become an adult but <laughs> back then i was just like i'm gonna go full force and that's what i ended up doing I, uh back then i was i was rapping back then i was skateboarding and i was making music so through all those scenes in that early atlanta for me I ended up meeting a lot of people, going to a lot of art shows, and uh, just kept showing up and kept making work. And over time, you know, people started recognizing my work and whatnot. And I'm a loud motherfucker. <laughs> so it's just like yeah. hard to miss me. I'm like in the corner dancing somewhere, drink, drinking whiskey. <laughs> um, so that's how that's how the initial start kind of popped off. And then with writing, uh, I ended up quit rapping. And but I never stopped writing. I I always loved writing. I was fortunate enough that I had a good friend of mine that uh we used to do work together with you know my work artwork and whatnot. And he ended up moving to L.A. But before he moved, he was always like, "Yo, Sean, if I get an opportunity, I'm gonna hit you up." And shout out to Matt. Uh, and he went out there one night. He called me. He was like, "Yo, I met this guy who owns a book publishing company." <laughs> He's like, "You ever thought about writing a book?" I was like. Uh, yeah, I just was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I never thought about writing a book, but I told him, yeah, sure. He was like, all right, um, I think I can make something happen. I was like, cool. I fortunately, again, just like writing stories. The next time he called me, he was like, the dude seems interested. I told him about your artwork. He was like, you got anything? And on the spot, I like bullshitted the first book title. I was like, yeah, I got a book. And then I <laughs> continued bullshitting. I was like, I actually have three book ideas. And I just started making up the ideas. He was like, yo, this sounds dope, man. Can you send me some pages? Wow, <laughs> like, damn. I got goddamn pages in my head. That's what I'm <laughs> wow. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll send you some stuff in a couple of days. So I uh, literally, as soon as I hung up, I just started I just started writing. And then I, I told a good friend of mine, Vet, who designed uh, all three of the covers, actually, uh, I told him one night we were at a party. I was like, yo, I think I might be getting a book deal. He was like, what? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, this is the title of the first one. And he was like, yo, that's dope. And he left the party. He just was like, I got to go. He left the party. And two days later, he just designed me a book cover. <laughs> so, oh, so I had a Damn. book cover. And by the time he did that, it was like a week had passed. I had a couple of stories and I just sent it to him. I was like, yo, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to dig this, but this is the concept for the book. At the time, Twitter was a lot bigger you know i mean twitter's still twitter but i was thinking in my mind like people read in these numbers of characters so i'm i'm, I'm not gonna write like a full novel but i am gonna write little nuggets and write it in a way where you can just go to any page and you can start at that page and so that's what i sent him and it kind of worked out 
ended up <laughs> writing from there. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the one thing I like about it, yeah, it is palatable, and it's it's kind of it's kind of poetic, uh, especially if you if you read it from front to start, because you, you go on this this journey of of self discovery and debauchery and heartache. <laughs> it is just like <laughs> and that's you just described my whole early I mean late twenties, early thirties. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's real good, man. Um I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Uh yeah, I'm uh currently working on the fourth one right now. Oh so, word. Yeah, yeah. Uh it's called Unresolved. Um uh, it was supposed to come out this summer. I mean, fortunate, unfortunately, everything that's been happening in the world, I, I'm pushing it back because I've been writing. Like, this is, you you can't not write about what's going on. You know what I mean? Right, sure, sure. Been a real beast this year. <laughs> so uh, I'm pushing it back. I don't even have a release date. Like, I, I'm, I was well towards the end of the book already. But now I'm just adding more stories. I'm, I'm going to put some more illustrations in this one. The flow of it, the flow is the flow of it is going to be very similar to the last ones. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man. Oh, top of next year, if, if the Earth is still here, you know? right? <laughs> you know, if the aliens don't come fuck shit up, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know they're waiting like. Yeah, that's. It's, it's a lot, man. I guess, you know, that, and, and I think the way you just brought that up, I kind of wanted to ask you about that, too, because, I mean, it's just about that creative process, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you, you don't really think about art is you don't know how people are going to feel about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like, like how much are you influenced by, like, the, the time and place that's, you know, everything that's going on at a certain time? So, like, like, like say, the first book, I mean, obviously, you know, it was, it was you're at a different point in your life than you are here at number four. So like, what was like, how how was that? Like, just kind of, can you talk about like, you know, how that process works for like, you know, what all is being influenced in, into this into this piece right here? Because I mean, I imagine you know, it's, it's kind of hard to block out the world <laughs> when when, when oh, everything's going on, man. Exactly, exactly. Like, uh, uh, and and gathering story ideas and writing, uh, the difference from the first book to now, the first one, I completely ignorant of any idea of how to write a book, you know what I mean? But I, I, I was always out. I was always having these adventures and I knew like half of my adventures just seemed crazy. Like I was like, this, oh, this happened tonight. I got to write about it. You know what I mean? So I would just, every night I would go out, I'd come home and I'd dedicate an hour to writing or some days I'd dedicate a little more. But I, anytime I went out, I was writing on napkins. I was doing a bunch of that. And I just put everything into the first book. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't really, I planned and planned on having like a story flow, but I just like, whatever happens is going in this book. Now, then now all the way to now though, I uh, definitely planned it out. So in between each book, it's taken probably two and a half years in between each book. And I'm just collecting stories, uh, going out, hearing my thoughts, uh, especially with today is like I, it's so much chatter. I've been, you know, deep diving and then putting my phone on silent or turning it off and then sitting on my porch and really digesting how I'm feeling about what's going on, how it's affecting not only myself, but the people that I know, uh, the relationships that are happening 
or not happening anymore because of what's happening. Like, sorry, I know I'm on a rant, but <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I had a good conversation with my homegirl last night and it's a joke, but it wasn't a joke because I was, I was laughing with her about how Freddie Gibbs is uh, going in on LL Cool J because LL yes. Cool J <laughs> talking about what about, about racial babies. <laughs> and everybody's like, no one cares LL Cool J. <laughs> but it made, me, it made me really ask her this question where it was just like, huh. But I really wonder how interracial relationships are going right now. Like, is it bringing people who love each other closer together, or is it I'm really them apart? Yeah. Hmm. You know what I mean. So even those questions, like these are things I'm I'm just writing out, and and I, I have a more a better understanding of how to tell the stories I want to tell. You know, and and flow it flow it a lot better and. That's just the growth from writing. And fortunately for me, I really don't write like novels. I, I really right. have yeah. uh. <laughs> I know there was one story on uh on Chocolate Honey Buns that was literally a line. <laughs> like, it was, like it was like uh fuck you or something something to that nature. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, see something like that where it's like Yo, sometimes you don't need a lot. You know what I mean? You just, if it makes sense and it's just a sentence, and I, it, it's even better if I could do that and you laugh because you're like, oh, well, that's a random thought. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, that's, that's, uh, yeah, sometimes it's just, you don't need a lot. If, if you can, you can say a lot with a little, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, in your, in your, uh, your stories, you, you're hitting the bars a lot, you know. Conversing with these women, how is this fourth book gonna gonna look like? How these stories gonna look like, especially with this this pandemic? You can't go out, you know. People ain't really fucking like that because of the Rona. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So, uh, fortunately for me, like I was saying, uh, this book has been taking two years, so okay. I have I have a back catalog of randomness. <laughs> in the book um but I, I can say this is a uh it's definitely like i just turned 37 and two years ago i was 35 like where where i where i was in those two years I, a lot more emotional maturity a lot more understanding my boundaries and, you know not as much fuckery but some <laughs> and so i i'm having a uh the perspective i am having is still of learning and growth. So I'm not trying I'm not trying to be preachy in any form of fashion. It's like, yo, this fucked up shit still happens as you get older. And it's how you deal with them in a more mature way than I would personally when I was younger. And so I, I, I like even the title, <clears throat> Unresolved, I'm talking about things in my in my in my life that I was I couldn't figure out. And now that I'm older, I have a better understanding from relationships, the relationships with family and friends. Like these are certain things where it's just like I'm just talking as candid as I've always been. I have a more mature look at it now. Yeah, oh, yeah that's dope. Because that's the thing about growth is you know it's making mistakes, learning from them, and you know you know just growing. A hundred percent. See, like young me, I'd be drinking whiskey right now, but I'm here with some uh, ginger green tea. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm having my late night cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, man. That, that's, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, that's growth. Yeah, that's, that's, that's growth right there. So I'm definitely uh, drinking this Tropicalia right now. Hey, okay. You already know. <laughs> you already know. Hey, come on. Don't worry. This weekend I'm going to have some whiskey. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's necessary right about now, man. I always got like so much respect for, for writers, man. Because it's like, I mean, just that discipline to, to, to sit down and, and just knock it out, man. I feel like I could only ever write like, like 3, 4 a.m. the night before something was due. Like that's, that's the only way I could ever do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, man, like I, I, I always give y'all mad props, man. Like I, I wanted to ask you also, man, about uh, this uh, two good mics, man. Could you tell us a little bit about that, man? The, the oh, arts, man. yeah, yeah. I, I feel bad because we're definitely on a high hiatus, but uh, yeah, I understand. Mics. We just got off one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, two good mics is the, I guess, the second iteration of myself and my homie One Hundred K. Uh, we used to do the podcast called The Influencers Presents, and it was a arts-based podcast where we would talk about our uh, we would talk about the Atlanta arts community and have guests on who would help give their insight on the things that they were uh, like did, that they did creatively. So we'd have DJs on, we had an entertainment lawyer on, we had we had a whole lot of guests, and then uh, uh, we took a little break and we had a meeting. It was like, yo, listen. Let's change it up, man. I, we, I think we talked about all the art stuff we could possibly talk about. <laughs> and we're, me and him are both fans of uh, pop culture, uh, anime, cartoons, games, all, all, sports, all that shit. So we were like, let's just loosen it up and just have fun because half the stuff that we don't record is hilarious <laughs> and probably problematic, but we should still record it. <laughs> and that's what uh, Two Good Mics kind of turned into is just us riffing still talking about art still talking about the creative community in Atlanta and abroad but it's just us kind of just shooting the shit for real for real <laughs> yeah uh, I definitely listen it's, it's definitely uh, a, a shift from the influencers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not going to learn anything <laughs> I was like oh my god some of my women friends are going to be really really upset with me but then I thought about it, I was like, wait, I talk like this all the time. So <laughs> this isn't really that much different from. <laughs> so how do you how you how do you feel about the Atlanta art scene? Um, you know what? Um prior to coronavirus, I was going to an art show every weekend. And I will say this definitely the new crops of creatives, the people I don't know. I, I I was seeing a lot of really great talent coming up. I could definitely say that. Um, I still feel specific to the arts that we have uh, more talent than we do uh, collectors. Uh, but the collectors here, when they fuck with you, they fuck with you, and I really can appreciate that. But um, we have we just have way more artists in the city, and I, I, it's just because Atlanta is. A, a cultural hub that people actually want to come to. You know what I mean? So right. like, <laughs> can't be bad. Black Hollywood. Yeah, Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> Wakanda. So uh, overall, um, overall, I'm, I really dig, uh, I really dig the creative scene. I've always digged it. I'm probably going to, the creative scene in general is like, uh, 
an abusive relationship. <laughs> like you can't get out of it, but you love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know I should not be laughing about abusive relationships, but I'm just saying, <laughs> in my emotional and financial well-being of a creative in Atlanta, it's ups and downs. So how about that? <laughs> True. Uh, I feel you, man. Well, I mean, I, 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 I we appreciate you, uh, you know, you know, going through that, man. I, I mean, I, I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about Pretty Sweet Party Tale too, and I know it's a lot going on right now because you know that that's a little, a little probably throw it off right now, but. Uh, could, could you just uh, you know let us know about that a little bit? Oh, definitely, man. Uh, so that is not happening this summer. <laughs> 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 yeah. We thought about doing like the online like live thing. We're like, you know what? Let's just take a break this year. We'll be all right. But uh, yeah, pretty sweet uh, party. Uh, me and my homie uh, Cut Daily. Uh, shout out, and also shout out to all the DJs that have ever rocked with us. We went five years strong with some of the best djs you could have in atlanta um it's uh yeah it's a summer party we do it once a month it's at sound table and basically we just wanted to, two two reasons one we wanted to get people together uh one I, well two i needed people to not come to my house for house parties anymore right. <laughs> <Fucking> my shit <laughs> up <laughs> two we want to have a genuine safe space where people can just come through have fun dance meet new people, all that. And then three, the real reason, the secret reason, because all the DJs like battling each other secretly. So when you're hearing all the dope sets, it's the DJs going at one another. <laughs> but they're so dope. Like, it's just like, oh, this is just a party. It's like, nah, these motherfuckers going in. <laughs> Good old sound class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, I mean, you know, at the foundation, what Pretty Sweet was, man. It's just like, yo, let's, there wasn't when we first started. There really wasn't Sunday day parties popping off in Atlanta like that. I know it was like us work crew. I'm, I'm sure there were other people, but back when we started, it was really like nah, <laughs> not really like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a funny story about because I was supposed to go to a pretty sweet, uh, you know, with uh, a girl I was dating, but we had gotten to the argument like right in front of the place. And then we ended up not coming. We ended up not going inside because it was just it was just really bad energy after that. But I was I was so mad because I was like because I, I could hear the music. It was like ah damn, now I gotta go and, and you know extinguish just you know this close this close to getting in here. this close this close to just having a good time. That's the worst, man. Oh man, that sucks. Did you have to drive her home? Yes. Uh, yeah. that's, that's an awkward ride right there, man. Yeah, uh, it's, awkward. <laughs> it's funny. I find it funny that you know a whole bunch of I find it funnies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then, hey, whenever we can kick back up, man, hit me up. I'm making make sure you get in there. You get a good. Right. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Oh man! Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, it's, 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 it's something. Yeah, it's a it's a different city. I love this goddamn place. <laughs> it's so ridiculous out here. It is definitely a different city. It it it, it, that, it is something special. Uh, you know, I mean, been been here, you know, forever, man. But I mean, that's 
you know, I I, I kind of, you know, just look at it as, as kind of like a melting pot now, man. I mean, you got people from so many different places, you know what I mean? So you're getting all this different influence from all these different areas and all these different personality types. I mean, it, it really does kind of mold together in this, uh, you know, re- really, you know, pretty intriguing way, especially from a creative standpoint. I mean, we get creatives, you know, like you said, from a lot of different places. So, man, the, the scene is booming. So, I mean, that, that is one thing about it, man. It's a show all the time. You know what I'm saying? A different, a different spot to look at. So, I mean, it, I, I agree, man. It, it's, it's something special. I mean, honestly, anytime I hear somebody being like, oh, Atlanta's boring, blah, 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 I was like, yo, who you hanging out with? <laughs> also, where you yeah. hanging out at? Because right. it's <laughs> always something to do. It's I mean, <laughs> there's so many different scenes that, you know, you will find a death metal uh, vibe to go to. You'll find, you'll find a poetry vibe to go art, you know, hip hop. There's just so many different type of, you know, scenes in Atlanta. Because oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, it's this identity, identity to be multiple identities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Straight I dig, I dig it. Yeah. I literally, I remember a while back, that conversation came up with a young lady. I was like, you sure you're not the one that's boring? And she looked at me. I didn't help, help my case, but <laughs> hey, every once in a while, you got to take an L, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to take L's to make wins, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know? Lose that battle <laughs> to, to win that war. You already know. Uh, oh, man. Uh, so, with you know, going back to this, this, uh, this, uh, everything that's going on, it's a lot of companies that are making statements. <laughs> and there was one that, uh, I wanted to, to read off by, uh, Ben and Jerry's. Oh. And, uh, yeah, my, my, yeah, my, my, uh, my co-host hasn't, uh, heard it yet. So I'm going to read it for him. Yeah. Live reaction. Uh, yeah. Live reaction. Uh, uh, brilliant. So, Ben and Jerry's ice cream writes: "The murder of George Floyd was a result of inhumane police brutality that is perpetrated by a culture of white supremacy. Hmm. What happened to George Floyd was not the result of a bad apple; it was a predictable consequence of racist and prejudiced system and culture that has treated black bodies as the enemy since the beginning." What happened to George Floyd in Minneapolis is the fruit born of toxic seeds planted on the shores of our country in Jamestown in 1619. Oh, shit. When he said that, when they said that shit, I was like, ooh, okay. Uh, when the first enslaved men and women arrived on this continent, Floyd is the latest of a long list of uh, that stretches back to that time and that shore. Some of those names we know, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Oscar Grant, Eric Garner, uh, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Emmett Till, Martin Luther King, but most we don't know. Ben so. Jerry. Yo, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, I had a chocolate chip cookie dough yesterday, fam. <laughs> I mean, I mean we, might, we might all have to get something out of it. Yeah. Ben Jerry's got some black folk up in there. That, 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 is, that is the situation right now. Somebody, somebody was like, oh, I'm about to hit him with, with these oh, black uh, facts. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't know the disparity in in in, in Ben and Jerry's corporate. I don't know if you know they just went to eight. Like, let's go holler at Jamal down there in the county. He might have something to say. Let, 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 let's do that. <laughs> can you write? Can you uh, can you uh, write us a statement real quick, Jamal? Jamal said, Hell yeah, I can. <laughs> like, I've been waiting. I've been waiting on this shit. I've been waiting. <laughs> Uh, the black man. That <laughs> no, that, I, I was not expecting that one, bro. Like you, you told me, Ben and Jay. Like, I was like, man, what, what is this little, you know, cookie cutter? That 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 was not that was not the case. <laughs> that was not the case at all. Yeah, man. Um, it's yeah, that was definitely an ally, and they definitely played it right because they they definitely seen a an increase in their in their business because of that. Oh yeah. yeah. Of, of all the companies, they just said it like, yes, thank you. <laughs> like that's yeah, that part. <laughs> just like that, you know. You know? I mean, yeah, shout out Ben and Jerry's, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean you, you say whatever you want to about a statement, but it's like you, you gotta put work into that. And and just the work itself is is one of the things that we wanna see. Make make the effort. You know what I mean? And and, and it's clear as day that they made an effort there, man. So, you know, it ain't nothing bad said about that at all, man. They they did their thing on that one. They even tried to get a little historic there at the end. I know that was uh, uh that, that was kinda nice. But the problem with some of these other companies is just the verbiage that they use. Uh the way they say things and you know, or they don't say things. So you know, silence is is an answer. Mm-hmm. Um and switching over to sports because we we're gonna jump around a lot uh this episode. Uh but this is the nature of the show. Uh Drew Brees. <laughs> Yo, <Nick. laughs> yeah, as you know, as as somebody that was born uh, from Louisiana, you know, uh uh Saints fan. I thought uh. I with Drew Brees. Um you know, oh, since he came there, and did I follow everything that he, you know, stand for? Probably not, because you know, New Orleans is a special type of of city that you know it's it's a majority black city, mm-hmm. but it's it's cultured in so many different cultures, and this, you know, I think yes, yeah, yesterday. He was talking to you know uh, Yahoo Finance, and they was basically trying to ask him about uh, Kaepernick and the kneeling. And since the season's coming soon, whether or not he would support if his teammates would kneel, and he basically said that he wouldn't respect anybody who would uh, kneel for you know the flag. And then he went into the whole rhetoric of how his grandfather was in the military and. He cries when he hears the national anthem, totally stepping away from what the question was and what the purpose was. Because if we're asking about protesting, obviously we're talking about what just happened. And he, he kind of, you know, he kind of just, you know, uh, white privileged it under the rug. And, you know, yeah. NFL wasn't having that. Hmm. You know, <laughs> it, was, it was like too many. Black people in NFL, it's too much happening right now for them to be like, oh, that's cool. You know, he's he he has his opinion. No, you got to think when you say something. 
Yeah, yeah, that's not enough these days. So I mean, it and it, it really came out. Uh, I mean, he got a lot. He got a lot of heat for that immediately. And I'm, I'm just interested. I'm, I'm, you know, this is different. You know what I mean? Like this is just a different environment. Um, you know, for for you know uh, a, a white guy, uh, Drew a Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying to get to get this kind of heat, man. I was expecting a lot of pushback on the other side. You know, hey, man. You know, but I think a lot of people just are really. They really are starting to. You know. If they're not understanding, they are. They know better than opening their mouth about some shit right now. Um, so you know, I, I think you know, just watching Drew Brees. You know, obviously, you know, it's a lot of shit I could talk. You know, as, as a Falcons fan, you know, talking about this New Orleans quarterback doing this. You know, typical white privilege. Uh, you know, shucking jive for uh, you know television. But I mean, it, it, it is. Uh, it, it's honestly, it's, it's expected. You know, I mean, I, I didn't expect him to to you know come to the aid of. Of his brothers, man. I didn't expect him to. I mean, we, we from a sports perspective, now we, we we already know how he is with the contract and his teammates and helping other brothers out on the team. That that ain't how he wrote. So we, you, you can kind of see how people move, you know, in other ways. So I mean, I just think, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, man. I mean, he can he can say all he wants to. I mean, obviously, he has his own personal touch about his family and his grandfather and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, you also got to consider those same wars that you're probably talking about—the black men and women who were just being thrown to the wolves on the front lines of those wars. Um, um, and, 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 and continue to be thrown to the wolves each and every day as we step out of our doorsteps and just want to walk down the street and, and mind our damn business and can't do so. So, you know, it, it, it's a level of ignorance we've come to expect. Um, and, and I mean, I, I, some people, you know, it's just you, 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 you got to, you know, they say drain the swamp. Some people just you just ain't going to be able to be able to, to touch. And, and that's fine. You know, what I mean, we, we, we moving on. We pushing forward and ain't even no problem. Well, you know, what's interesting. <clears throat> Sorry. Cabernet was kneeling in protest of police brutality, and that's how that all started. So to hear Drew Brees talking about the flag and the disrespect to America and all that, like, we're, we're right back full circle, buddy. That's, 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 that's what we're doing again. That's the reason he was doing that. It was, it was not a disrespect to the flag or anything. It was, yo, I'm protesting police brutality back then. Here we are here. So to hear him say all that, I was like, well... Good luck. Good luck. Bye, man. <laughs> yeah, because that you know we we're not and I commend a lot of the NFL players for checking him immediately because we're not for that straddle the fence shit anymore. It's like you either with with the movement or you against it. It's like you don't see you don't see Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady said a statement and moved on. You haven't seen Matt Ryan say nothing. Even Aaron Rodgers had to say something, you know. It's it's not the time to to uh do that white silence thing where you know, oh yeah, you know, uh it's bad for them, but hey, I got a flat tire this morning. So, <laughs> so it's like it, it's 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 not cool. It it I don't know how much it would tarnish uh the season because honestly it's a lot of black people on that Saints team, and it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be awkward. And they said that they had like a Zoom meeting because he, of course, he I called it. He uh, once he got all that blowback, first thing in the morning he sent out a, he issued an apology uh-huh. with you know a white hand and a black hand holding, uh, <laughs> <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying that you know uh, yeah I was careless and blah 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 you know just the the PR stunt. Uh, of a, a apology, yeah. but at this point, it's, it's it's on deaf ears. You know, you said what you meant the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And let's, I mean, can we talk about how shitty of a PR move it is to, to do an interview like today or, or, or yesterday? Like, like this, like what were you thinking, white man? Like this is not the time. Like this is not the time. Like all the other quarterbacks, they sitting their ass at home. Hey, I'm turning it down. I ain't doing shit. I ain't, I ain't going nowhere right now. I ain't being on nobody's TV. <laughs> I, I don't we'll know where they for. We'll save it for the brothers. He's like, oh, Corona got me. I'm, I'm in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. So I don't know what that was, what that was about, man. But I mean, even you know, going to Sean's point, man. You know, talking about cap. You know, it, it, at the end of the day, I mean, it, it should be clear as day at this point. And a lot of people, you know, have come out and and, and you know, really tried to hammer that point home. I know LeBron has been doing that a lot. Um, but just basically saying, man, I mean, how 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 can you not really see? You know, at, I mean, it, it, when it's clear as day on your, on your on your screen, you know, you see this man, and they 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 release some real video uh, over the, uh, the past a couple of days. Uh, so I mean, if you can't see it now, <laughs> you know, that, that's kind of what we're saying. Like some people, it, it, they just ain't gonna never get it. No, they won't. Just it's sad, but you know, you gotta keep it pushing along. We gotta we gotta fight with who fought with us. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I can excuse ignorance, but I can't excuse willful ignorance. You know what I mean? Like. There, there are some people who really just don't know. Or, or the, or, I mean, that's kind of hard to excuse these days, but they still exist. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, you know what? I'm not supposed to teach you, but I don't want you out, out in the world not knowing nothing. You know what I mean? So I, I can excuse some ignorance. But willful ignorance, when you fucking hear it, see it, know it, but you just don't want to, yeah, you can go. You can throw them out. <laughs> like, facts. Straight facts. Um, so, um, speaking of sports, uh, NBA was, uh, announced that it's coming back at the end of July. Oh, I, I, I know. Yeah. Are they, are they doing like the, uh, stadium in New Orleans? I thought I said New Orleans. <laughs> well, it is New Orleans. No, they're, they're, uh, they're going to have, what, 22 teams in Orlando and Disney. Okay. So it's it should be it should be interesting. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think it's gonna be a crowd, right? So it's gonna be no crowds, just yeah, a basketball, no it's be like a pickup game. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be awkward sounding. I mean, like, like we gonna have mics on the court. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, that's just gonna be like, what are we gonna be hearing? Like, <laughs> I think like, they're gonna do. You know, they're gonna uh, take the artificial noise that some uh, <coughs> teams have. Um, used in the past to make a uh, crowd noise and they might have like, you know, they're in Disney. So they, they might have, you know, like dolls or something in in the crowd, just something so people can, can see something visually of a crowd being there. Yeah. That's going to be tough. <laughs> I, I like that. I heard this, I heard this point being made where, Based off like the Jordan doc, and you get to hear like the dudes like just talking shit to each other. That'd be right. dope. You mic up the players, and if it's gonna be, if it's just gonna be a pickup game, I mean, obviously it's gonna be more than a pickup game. But if that's the case, there's no crowd. At least let us hear them talk shit to one another. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Yeah. Nah, nigga. Nah, you didn't get it. Yo, I'm trying to hear all that shit. All that. That's what we need. I don't know how to control it for kids to watch it because you know. Oh, they- God. <laughs> Ooh, put some of it on ESPN Plus or whatever. Uh, 
Cause uh, yeah, it, it, it's I, I heard some stories of how how they get down on that court. Oh, so yeah, wait, how, how quickly are they get to the playoffs then though? Cause I, I again, like since everything happened, I just quit caring. But uh, I think they're gonna resume the the uh, the season because I think what it was like like ten or twelve games left. Yeah, about ten. Yeah, about ten or twelve. And I mean, they, they apparently, you know, they they they're cutting it off at. 22 teams. I mean, it seems like an odd number, uh, but I mean, I guess they just want to give all those other teams a shot. I think it's, you know, more so one them try to see if they can get Dame Lillard and Zion in the playoffs. I mean, let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to, you know, they're, they're trying to shake it up a little bit, trying to, you know, get some ratings. So, I mean, I, I, I see what they're trying to do, man, but I mean, it's, this, it seems really awkward. I mean, I, I don't really still quite understand how this is going to look um you know and t- you talking about playoff basketball that's like a whole nother animal so i mean i guess they won these little eight games or so to kind of like get everybody get their feet wet and kind of get back ready to go so i mean i, I don't know how, how good the basketball is going to look initially but maybe it'll, you know it'll kind of ramp up as we go along so we'll see man but I'm, I'm, I'm ready for some sports man it has been a long ass time <laughs> yeah uh, and then the house is like uh, I don't forget what I watched. I watched something that I was like, damn, I really need sports to come back. <laughs> Were you watching like ESPN 8, like some off-brand golf game? I actually did see like a dodgeball. The, uh, no, what I was watching was tag. Uh, oh, that, that They were playing tag. And I was like, yes, there's a show called Tag. Which, you know, grown-ass men chase each other and women chase each other you know, in order to try to get to one side to the other. Damn, that, that, that is that is obscure. Hey, let, me ask you a let me ask you a question. Do you think that the lack of sports have helped people with their gambling problems? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, usually, you know, around this time, I'm like, all right, you know, because uh, it, it would be finals now. So I was like, all right. You know, $50 that uh, such and such is going to uh, win in six games. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it definitely saved me some money. Uh, March Madness being canceled saved me some money. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I already know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan is losing his mind right now. Nothing to bet on. Like, how, how, can, how can you, you know, like, function and, and in the society? You know, he's no on these protests, you know, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, these niggas go trip on at ten oh five. Oh god! Oh man, you know, you know how you get down. Um, man, but yeah, that that would definitely help out. It'll help take people's mind off of stuff because, oof, right now it's like. Just shit after shit. It's it was death and death and earthquakes and fucking potential world wars and all this shit and COVID. And killer hornets. Yeah, killer hornets. It's a whole list of shit. And now you know, while people are in the house, so yeah, sports will definitely be welcomed. Um, we need you. We need you back. Yeah, come back to us, sports, please. Wait, did good. you guys pick up any new hobbies during at least the beginning of you know quarantine time to keep oh, your mind? I've started sewing. Why? Oh shit! 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start, start showing. Shit. You know, I knew how to do that, like in middle school. Mm-hmm. You know, because I took a class, and it was because um, the only reason, the only time I went to like cooking or uh, or like sewing class, mm-hmm. just in life, because I went to one in college too. It's always because of women. It was like I need to go where the women at. So, I that. <laughs> so I learned how to sew because I learned how to cook because of women. So it's like right now, you know, I'm trying to get my sewing on. Uh, yeah, get back that. <laughs> man, that's that's a, that's a skill right there, man. I think that it takes some talent to, to thread that kind of needle too, bro. So I mean, that that's, yeah, that's it, impressive. That shit is definitely hard. Like. That's- <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, I, personally, man, I, I gotta tell you, man, I, I've been on these herbs lately, man. I've been, I've been coming, I've been coming like an amateur herbalist over here, dog. Like I've been like, oh, just like really getting into everything. Like when all that COVID shit dropped, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody got their opinion about it. I mean, you know, my, my opinion may be a little different, but I think at the end of the day, it comes down to being able to take care of yourself, your own immune system, your own, your personal uh, well-being, and, and trying to you know heal your body and, and on a cellular level, man. I've been, hey, man, I've been, been into that Doctor CB shit, man. This nigga was. Right, he was right. I can't even. All right, man. Hey, man. I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for that documentary to drop. If it's never yeah. gonna drop, <laughs> right. um, yeah. behind it. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He'll drop it whenever. He, he went to uh, he went to the island and, and did the research. Right. I hope he come with it, bro. I hope he come with it. He got to do. He got to do right by my man, bro. Because I mean, it, bro is really a living legend out here, man. So and I know Nick would have wanted it. You know, what I'm saying a certain level. So I, I think Nick. I think he got it under control, bro. So I'm, I'm ready to watch it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel weird by like Nick Cannon announcing he was going to take over. You know, make sure I, don't, I was like, oh, okay, I believe you. You have like eight jobs, and they're all multi-million dollar jobs. Right. <laughs> you got it. Right. <laughs> you got anybody that can like run all these these businesses and still you know take a private plane to uh, college every week? Yeah. Hey, you know. Special type of yeah. It's like you know, Nip is probably doing this thing, you know, completely independent of any you know type of you know overseeing entity. So I'm just hoping this kind of the same way. It's like I don't want nobody with their hands in it. You know what I mean? That's going to kind of water it down or or or, or anything like that. I feel like there's too many eyes on it for it to to be some bullshit. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll look at who we're talking to on this, but. uh you know, hoping for the best, I guess, I guess you could say. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, what about, you, what about you, Sean, man? You picked up any new hobbies? Uh, I, I, I've worked on old hobbies. Like, my cooking game is a lot. I mean, like, I can cook kind of the same way, John. Like, it was just like, as a little kid, my grand, I used to be like a little fat kid, right? I'm not even that much smaller now, but <laughs> my grandma used to be like, if you like to eat, you better learn to cook, right? So, you right. know, <laughs> ended up learning to cook. Uh, but now, I'm, yeah, I'm on it right now. Honestly, I don't even want girls knowing I know how to cook. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's the better secret. My my thing was, you know, it was either I was surprised we're cooking or yeah. <laughs> let's cook together was always my my uh my move. Yo, I you love I love that move right there because you get you can feign ignorance like what what seasonings? Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you like to use? <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> But yeah, if there's anything, yeah, cooking definitely went up. I just was like, you know, just help save money, fucking 
I gotta eat, you know, more veggies and fruits and everything. It's just, yeah, it's been helpful. <laughs> yeah, man, that's how you do it, man. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, trying to keep it at the house a lot more now too, just because. I mean, I mean, well, one, it was out of necessity for a lot of people. Right. Um, but I mean, two, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, man, if, if you, you know, your shit is going to be clean and healthy if you're the only one touching it at the end of the day. So, I mean, I, I, I think that's a good look, you know what I mean? So you got to do that. Yeah. Cause I've been hearing a lot of stories, a lot of horror stories of people getting this takeout and the food be half ass. I was like, what do you expect? It's like, you know, <laughs> you know, they, they, don't want to be there. You think you're going to get your best, you, you, the best meal of your life in the uh, middle of a pandemic? Uh, yeah. Yeah, morale is too low. How are you guys feeling about people uh, hitting brunch, brunching now and everything? Uh, I mean, it's, it's wild. I mean, I understand because we don't know the whole – that's the thing. We don't know the whole uh, scope of this Corona stuff mm-hmm. because next week shit's going to really get real when all these people that's protesting start yeah. testing positive. But um, yeah, I just, I just don't know. I was like, I, I get, I, you know, I understand you're tired of being in the house mm-hmm. and you know, most of the brunch spots are like patio, but Yeah. We're gonna learn a lot about this incubation period, you know what I'm saying? To see see how, how legitimate Yo, that yeah, for real, that two weeks gonna be interesting, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean we we gonna see. I mean if if it was ever an experiment conducted, it has been conducted. <laughs> so we gotta have all the data we need right about now. I, I, honestly, that's I mean, and from all the video footage I've seen and everything, everybody's been, you know, as responsible as possible, wearing masks and and I'm happy for that, but it's part of the reason why, and I'm, I'm like in Cabot South, so I'm like close to downtown, but I, I was in a hospital like a year and a half ago and everything, you know, and I was like, yo, I can't, I can't risk going back to the hospital. That place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out to all the people working there. It's just grim. I don't, I don't like, I don't like it at all. <laughs> so I, like, I can't risk this shit, man. And definitely not a place you want to be right now, man. I told oh, you. Oh, you. A little bit. Yeah. So God bless everyone on the front lines right now. Uh, yeah, bless them. Yeah, I, I will definitely be checking my phone in two weeks. <laughs> no doubt. Yes. Seeing how, how shit pop. Zombie yeah. um, apocalypse. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, lastly, what, what we like to talk about is music. Uh, there hasn't really been any music out. Uh, the last project really was uh, that Freddie Gibbs, that Alfredo. Oh, Alfredo. Yes. yes. Freddie's on a tear right now. <laughs> he's he's like he's like six and zero when it comes to the, to, to these albums. Like, really? yeah, yeah. As soon as bro got out, he get, we, 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 he, when he first got out, what was that? That was you only lived twice, I think, right? When he first got out, but like, yeah, brother's on a tear. A tear. He's been he's been he's been on a tear before he got he got locked up with uh you know Pinata. Pinata, you know Pinata was the one that really like that's the first one I heard from Freddie. I know yeah. he had projects prior to, but Pinata, I was like, oh, who's this dude? Huh. <laughs> right. Yeah, man, it was crazy, man. I think because we got on uh, it was we first, I first heard about this man like back when you know he was rapping with Jeezy, right? With the, right, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, well yeah yeah. 
and I, I mean, obviously that didn't go well, uh, but, 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 uh, but that's how I got introduced to bro, man. He's just been, you know, killing, killing shit ever since, man. He, uh, first uh, track I heard him on was with Currency back in the day, man. And, and, and bro just like, I'm like, I'm going to check this man out. And the man ain't missed. Nah, nah, he, he's going for it. Also, his his IG stories are some of the funniest things <laughs> to ever look at. Dog. <laughs> Pure comedy, bro. Yeah. Pure comedy. You know, that that's a funny motherfucker. Like he, he meet him and like Vince Staples. Oh, yeah. uh, like they yeah. they need their own like just just show. <laughs> yeah, they like, would if he can have like a ridiculous type show. Yeah. That would be- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shout out Vince, man. I seen him on uh he's doing some acting now too, man. I seen him on uh what's that Insta uh, Insecure. Yeah, getting his acting on, man. Man, oh, man is yeah, uh yeah. doing his thing, bro. So yeah, shout out to man, man doing big things out here. You know what I'm saying? Freddie too, man. Freddie out here, you know, he be uh getting getting his getting his dress up on with the little uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that man I'm is kids. I'm telling you, he's got multifaceted now, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous out here. Oh my god. Yeah, but that Alfredo, that was Start to finish, uh, some some good ass rapping. Oh yeah, uh, I would say uh, I don't know if you guys, um, God damn, what's his name? Uh, Conway dropped some, but it was like maybe two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, Conway yeah, yeah I, yeah, I heard it. Um, those Griselda dudes be dropping like every other week, so yeah. it's like <laughs> it's kind of hard to the keep the keep uh, up with them. I mean, like yeah. it's like they just. But every time they drop something, it it be it be fire. So yeah, they like currency, man. Currency got a new tape every other week. I'm like, yo, I'm right. still a fan, but I don't even know where to. <laughs> I check I check my uh my out my music collection with the currency, and it showed like 66 albums. Because um, I've been listening to music since college, yeah. so that's like 12 years. Yeah, and like 66. God damn. Yo, he is the hardest working. Hands down, I gotta say this: Currency is the hardest working MC to be out. He's just low key, you know what I mean. But who else even has that catalog? Right. Facts. I think I always got respect for that man because he just, he just, he said he wasn't gonna switch up, and he didn't. He said, "I ain't going commercial. I ain't signing them deals. I ain't doing that shit. I'm just gonna stay underground. I'm gonna stay, you know, I'm saying the real nigga." And that's just at the end of the day, you got, you got to appreciate that kind of shit. You guys, uh, you guys, uh, mess with Larry June? Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. I was like, Larry oh, June is probably is on that track. Yeah, uh, to to release. Uh, Honestly, he's West Coast currency to me, man. Yes, I mean West Coast currency. Currency. You know, that's the perfect, perfect, uh, perfect, uh, you know, relatable, uh, you know, object, man. This is like the exact, exact opposite. Is like on the West Coast version. I mean, bro, it's like month after month. Coming with the Cardo beats, you know, positivity and smoking weed and riding around yeah. in his car. So, yeah. <laughs> Doing organic shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's how you do it, though. Hey, yeah, I, I can't be mad at him, man. You know what I'm saying? We need something nice, <laughs> something light like that in these times. Like, shit, I remember it. Riding around in the car. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I remember riding around in the car, around the city, just you know, having nowhere to go. Yeah, remember yeah. them times. <laughs> <laughs> they coming back, I guess, someday, right? I mean, yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, 
Granted, at some some spots in the city, it's already happened. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's probably not now, man. We go, we gonna see, man. We will start to see. I think as the summer go along, how this shit look, man. But yeah, man, I think everybody ready to get back to it, man. Because I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's been a long three months, bro. Like you know, folks, folks ready, bro. So I mean, hopefully, you know, that's the case. We'll we'll, we'll see. Well, I think I think that's about it. Um, you had any other uh, questions for Sean? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, we appreciate you coming out, man. I guess, I mean, I looked at your artwork, man. I got one quick question. Marvel or DC, bro? Which one is? I'm sorry? I said Marvel or DC. Which, which one is? Oh, oh, that's okay. I see what you're doing here. <laughs> Honestly, if I if I had to really choose, man, I'm going Marvel. But I used to be more Image back in the day. But, you know, Marvel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah image, is, image is like uh, Marvel and, and DC's like... Uh, like rowdy cousin, right? <laughs> Good way to put it. Yeah. Like all, all their, all their comics are like way more hard body than than yeah. DC and, and Marvel. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. but yeah, if I, if I had to, if I was pressed, man, I'm definitely going Marvel. But I will say this: random side note, DC, their animated movies are the most fire fucking movies you can watch. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know why they don't just hire that team to make their actual movies, but whatever. At least <laughs> write the script for the, their movies. Yeah, <laughs> for real. We'll be nice. We'll be. Nice. <laughs> you sound like you got hurt. You sound yeah. like you spent some money in the theater. <laughs> look, man. Look, man. There, there are many, many times where I just left disappointed. I, I, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so bad. You know, DC's so bad that they're spending like thirty million uh, to re release uh, Justice League. They trying. They trying. Justice trash. Justice League was was not good. It was it was so bad. Yeah, throw that in the trash. <laughs> no. Yeah, man. Some some things are so bad when you watch them. It, it, it's actual comedy, and, and that 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 qualifies. That that is that is one of those. Unfortunately, but but you know what are we gonna do, what are we gonna do. But appreciate you, uh, you know, joining us, man. I mean, like you know, yeah, this, this is what we do, man. We just chop it up about we, you know, we shoot the shit about you know all these topics, and you know they just kind of randomly come together, uh, you know, like this, man. So yeah, man. Once again, man. Salute to you, dog. Much appreciate. Thank you guys for having me on. Let me shoot the shit with you guys, man. This was fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, where uh, where can they find you? You know, for our listeners. Uh, all all the socials are uh, it's at Sean S E A N last name is Foy F A H I E. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. If you, if you, I, I'm gonna sound like this guy, but if you Google Sean Foy, some all that shit will pop up. <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I sound like that, but you know, it's, yeah. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> And and, uh, you can you can find us on Twitter at uh, at Southwood Love. We don't have an Instagram yet. Um, Probably won't have one, you know, (laughs) because you know uh, (laughs) it's a little too hot on Instagram. But uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, man, uh, just you know, this is uh, from the Southwood Love. Uh, Appreciate you again, Sean. Oh, thank you guys so much. This was lovely. Appreciate it. Oh, man. Sure. And we out. We out. Peace.